What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 5, Episode 17, and it's called Chapter 93, Dance of Death, directed by Nat Bolt. Ooh. Don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we're going to go through our recap roundups. We didn't actually get any roundups from you guys this week. I feel like everyone was still asleep for that episode. Uh, But we will go through our best moments, our MVPs of the episode. We have a lot to talk about. So stick around for the end of the podcast for that. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let us get it up, 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 up into this game. Let's get into it. I'm really, really excited to hear what you have to say and whether you liked it or not overall. You know what? This is, I guess, the episode before the finale, I'm assuming. Like, we're. This is. I feel like it is, right? And then we're I feel like we going keep to the- thinking that. <laughs> There's like four <laughs> is it more. The, guys, is it the musical? Is the musical the finale yeah, or what? Let What's me going check on? Real quick. I think that that is the situation. I think that they are ending it so next this is episode. The second last episode, basically. I think. I don't know. Anyways. Hold on. What I, episode was this? No, there's this two more. Episode, oh, there's, there's two, two more. more. Got it. I mean, okay, so to that point, the season is coming to an end. The mystery is now being solved. It has been solved. A lot of things got tied up. So I'm happy about how everything got tied up. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of questions still, I think. But at the same time, um, I'm glad that this Mothman plus the 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 murders, like the high the highway murders, plus the Polly storyline, like I think everything finalized came together yeah i was happy with the way that it all went down i i would say um and yeah what did you think uh i would agree with you i think it was a long time coming yeah. as as their mysteries usually like i forgot about the mothman like completely i was like oh Same. we still didn't solve that guy's thing the, um that fucking storyline <laughs> yeah no i thought it was really good i'm satisfied with the ending even though there's a bit like a bunch of holes in it i'm like huh but i'll take it i'll buy it i'll buy a ticket whatever yeah you got my ticket we're here yeah Yeah. what are you gonna do i liked it i I thought it was good and we did get a resolution to polly's story so if you haven't watched and this is a spoiler uh spoiler 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 r.i.p oh girl that was dark Dark. we were just talking about this really quick guys this episode was very dark but i felt like it needed to be like i was okay yeah. with the way it was and like how emotional that felt at the end like i needed it to get there it couldn't just been like a she's dead we found her body bye no it, it needed to be like this intense even with veronica's storyline like it got really intense yeah. so i was happy with it I think that it gave me like old school Riverdale vibes to a degree. It kind of yeah. reminded me almost of like the Jason Blossom murder and how like they reveal the body at that one point in time and everybody breaks down and all that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that it was very sad is fine. <clears throat> See what I did there? Oh, I like that. Satisfying. <clears throat> okay, He's let's so get into cute. the episode. Lots to talk about. For, starts right off the top. Pops Diner, Tabitha and Betty are coming back. And Betty's basically annoyed. It's so funny because you mentioned it in the promo where you're like, get away from me. Like yeah, while they're walking like, down the do highway. Solo. <laughs> she literally says that to Tabitha. She's like, well, they're not going to. And it does make sense. Like, <laughs> like how are not going to pay for two up, people? Like who is picking up two people from the side of the road? They have no, no money. One's doing that. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. So anyway, um, she says that she's going to keep doing it, though. She doesn't care. And then in that moment, Betty gets a call from Dr. Curdle, Curdle Jr. about the body of the other killer. Uh, and he basically says that, like, 
you know, this fridge is getting stinky. Like, I don't know. Like, the, the bill's pretty high. And she says, okay, I'll come with cash like, to, like, pay your If like, anyone was going to store a body, it would be him, though. Like, why is he sketching out? <laughs> he's literally a morgue. Like, he's like, oh, you literally the, pay the, for the, the that. People. I'm like, that's literally your <laughs> he's job. He's like, the like, fridge costs money. I'm like, but you already have one, so. <laughs> I'm like, how many murder, like, how many bodies are you storing at this <laughs> that's point? so funny. Like, anyway. I would definitely ship Curdle and Betty. Like, I kind of like those <laughs> two together. <laughs> same if this entire storyline like we don't get a barchi we get like dr curdle jr and betty because they're just so like messed up together i love it yeah they're like very like dark um so she goes to head over over there then it cuts to thornhill and uh cheryl and archie are talking about the payments because they've been mining and mining and mining and he really wants to save riverdale so he wants to like put that money toward the house i love the scene I love this scene because honestly, season one, Archie would have just like volunteered and like worked for free. But this season, Archie is like, where's my money be? Like, I'm risking my life on a weekly basis. I want to get paid. That being said, he literally gets Venmoed like $500 to split, what, 10 ways between like all the people. Was it 500? I couldn't see how much it was. It was like 500 bucks. (laughs) I was like, he was so satisfied. He was like, yes. She's like, here, I'll send you money. He's like, cool. You've been digging for 500 like that's like that's like <laughs> that's like an hour. <laughs> that's like $9 like not even. Like that's like b- uh. below minimum wage. Um so anyway, um she sends him some money to kind of start it all up and then it cuts to Veronica and Chad talking about their divorce. Yeah. So um, they're splitting up their assets, right? Which like I was surprised. Happens. I was like I feel like this would have already happened though. Like okay, can I just say right here Last week, we spoke about timeline issues and, like, the order of events. This one, again, I felt like her storyline, this should have happened right after she told Archie, like, I'm going to get a divorce. Like, Archie and Archie was like, you need to go get your divorce finalized. Like, this happened so many weeks later where I'm like, so much happened in between that moment and this. Yeah, but at the same time, you have to remember, like, she was all tied up in his bullshit up until, like, Like, what was the whole Wall Street thing then? If Like, she could have just divorced him. What is she waiting for? No, but she couldn't because that was the point. He was holding it over her head being like, oh. well, <clears throat> if you're going to divorce me, then they're going to find out that you like I've been like laundering money through your business. Right. Like that's oh. the whole that's the whole situation. So it makes sense why it's here. But anyway, we get to this point and he's a, being a bitter Betty, not to shade Betty, but he <laughs> like wants alimony. He wants to take the Pembroke. Um, and she honestly is like, fuck this, take it all, take my ring, take everything. All I want is Archie. I don't know why she needs to say that. But when she said oh. it, I cringed because I knew she was going to say that. And I was like, okay, and it was going to come back like, to bite Don't her do ass. it for just Archie. Do it for your freedom. Like she could have just said, yeah. I want to be free of you. Like yeah. I would have respected that more. She's like, I need Archie now. But it's like, you never even mentioned him for like two episodes. Like, yes, you, everything you were doing was for him. We understand that. But right. a nice like nod to Archie throughout those two weeks would have been nice too to connect those two storylines. Yes, I agree. You're right. Because like they don't even they don't. She doesn't and- even say she's like, I'm doing this for Archie and us. She doesn't even say that. Yeah. And now she says it. Now she says it. And she like yells at him. And obviously he gets even more bitter about it. And I'm just like, girl, you're always starting up trouble with this guy by like opening your fucking mouth. Like anyway. So she leaves. He's obviously pissed. Then it cuts to the Thornhill Ministry and uh, Penelope and Kevin are like lighting candles. And basically Penelope alludes to the fact that Cheryl is like running another cult. Like she's like, Mm -hmm. 
you know what? What she's doing is pretty shady. Like, she was holding the bees. It was very, like, Wicker Man-esque. Um, shout out to that movie. Um, what is that? It's a movie about, I think, a cult who, like, kill Jack... Uh, what's his name? Nicolas Cage. They, like, put oh. a wicker basket on his head and, like, they fill it with bees. And he's like, the bees! There's, like, wow. there's a clip on, of it on YouTube because, like, <laughs> you know, Nicolas Cage. It's iconic. He's um, iconic. Um, so... She kind of warns Kevin. Kevin starts to feel a little uneasy and he's like, well, if this is a cult, then you're a part of it, too. And Penelope says, but like, my will is a steel rod. Like, can you say the same about you? And I'm like, well, considering he's already fallen for a cult, the answer is no. Like, absolutely not. (laughs) Like, he's a loser. Then it cuts to Pop's Diner. Tabitha gets a call from Squeaky's mom. And like, I was like, first of all, how long did it take for her to like call up Pop's and be like, hey, where's my daughter? (laughs) I guess this. I guess the only reason why they did that was to sort of like incite like Tabitha to be like, let's go find these girls. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah, for sure. That's what. That's why. Yeah, I it, forgot it about happened. that girl though. Sorry. I totally forgot about that girl. They had to give us a flashback because I didn't even know what the fuck she looked like. Because uh, it happened the very first. But episode like, Jayla, like, right? like Polly should have been enough reason for them to do this. Like it was so re- like your sister's missing. I know. I know. I think it was just more like getting Tabitha yeah. in the mix of it because like she's out here like doing it just because she wants to protect Betty. Yeah. Anyway. So then it cuts to Tony and uh, she's like back at school, had the baby, like no maternity leave whatsoever. (laughs) Like she's literally back in the office and essentially she uh, brings Britta in and Britta got into a fight because some guy called her a homophobic slur. And then Tony's like, okay, I'll talk to him. But then Britta goes on to say, B- P.S. Like, I might be gay. Um, but she doesn't know how to talk to her parents. And she asks Tony to be there for her to, like, as support. And mm-hmm. she's like, absolutely, I'll be there. I thought this was a really cute, so cute moment. I loved it. Yeah. I, I was like, I, I liked Tony's and Britta's, like, their storyline. Yeah. Outside of the fact and that, I love that she's the guidance <laughs> like, counselor. Like, I love that yeah. there's, like, that outlet for those stories to be told. Totally. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that if they can, can, I mean, they probably won't continue with, like, a next generation because it's all about Archie. But, like, if they were to do, like, a Degrassi-esque, mm. like, next generation thing, I love that, like, she's kind of, like, the teacher who, like, takes yeah, care of all these yeah. people's problems. Anyways, cutting back to Hiram and Chad talking. First of all, I'm, like, I didn't even know that they were, like, buddy-buddy yeah. outside of the fact that, like, they bought stocks together or whatever. Yeah. Like, he bought into his company. I thought that he didn't even really like Chad that much yeah, in the very beginning. Yeah, because he didn't come to the wedding. He didn't come to the wedding. He also called him, like, a, he's not an alpha. Like, he yeah. basically said that shit to Veronica from the very beginning. Anyway, whatever. They're, like, friends because they both hate Archie at this point. And he wants her. He wants Veronica back. Hiram is basically saying, you know, Archie is, like, the one. Like, mm-hmm. that is her weak spot if you want like her back you have to kill Archie what did you think about this slides a gun over I get why he said it but at the same time I'm also just like you literally are telling her her to like telling him to kill somebody to get your girl back I I just I don't know I I thought it was very extreme yeah a little unlike what we were hoping for with Hiram's character at this point in time like you're still out here trying to get a teenage boy like I don't understand yeah. why you hate Archie to the point where you literally want to kill him. 
Um, and I mean, I do. And like, but at the same as a time, father, I'm just like, why are we doing this right now? As a father, like, wouldn't you rather her be with someone like Archie? Like, he's honorable. He's respectable. Like, would yes. you rather her be with Chad? Like, I didn't understand That's, that. Like, I just didn't. It didn't line up with everything that we've been seeing of Hiram this yeah, season. I and agree. I was very taken aback to the point where, like, I I thought he was doing it on purpose where he was he wanted to set Chad up. Chad gets set up for murder. He goes to jail. Veronica's Ooh. financial issues are out the window. I literally thought he was doing it for her Like protection. he was like low-key like, low yeah. like saving her on the side yeah. without her even realizing. Because oh, that's the that would have That's the harm that we've kind of like been seeing this season and like totally. we, we've been wanting to see more of that he yeah. ultimately does protect his family. He just does it in a very weird way. But this right. guy straight up was like, no, kill him. I was very like disappointed yeah. and like very taken aback. I was like, bruh, like... And that's the thing. It's like these are the reasons why the fandom hate Hiram so much when they make him do these things that this don't was make very any extreme. Sense. This was like, like, like here's a ghost gun, kill him. Like But, but also <laughs> what has Archie done to you this whole season? He hasn't done anything to you. So like yeah. what's the hate? I'm just mostly, yeah, I'm mostly just like, I was a little I was pretty annoyed with where they took his character, for sure. I think what you said would have made a lot more sense. Um okay, so anyway, he gives me the ghost gun. Then it cuts back to Riverdale High, and they're in the lounge. Cheryl and Kevin are talking, and he just asks Cheryl point blank, so who are we, like, praying to? Like, mm-hmm. are we talking to Jason? Like, what's the dealio? And she kind of doesn't have an answer for him. So she says, I'm going to go on a fast, and I'm going to, like, figure it out. So she goes on this, like, fa- fancy cleanse fast, talk to you later. Then it cuts back to Pop's diner and Tabitha and uh, Tabitha is talking to Jughead and Betty, basically saying Squeaky's been missing. I know that you guys used to be like the best of the best, like sleuths in the beginning, like in high school. Can you help with this? And I thought this was a cute like bughead moment. If we want to shout out to the bugheads, like the one thing that I wrote down is why couldn't this have happened earlier? Like to your point, everything just kind of came together in this episode where like it's been 17 episodes and nothing was happening before that. And like, what does that say about Betty's skills that like she could not solve this on her own? She needed Jughead to do it in like 15 minutes. I mean, at the like, it's also funny because they were together in yeah. the very beginning of the season, and that's why they met yeah. the Mothman. And then Betty was like, "You're stupid. What are you talking about?" So, in a way, I will. Okay, l- let me give this to them. They brought Bughead back to finish a story that they started, yeah. which ended with Betty being like, "You're fucked." So, I think that as things continue with them. They'll realize like they're better together. I yeah. think that's kind of where I we're did going enjoy seeing this. that for sure. It was cute. I it, did. It, I was it, happy it to see them back. together. Yeah, they're good sleuths. Like you got to give them that. So then it cuts to the El Royale. Like Archie's throwing out garbage in the back alley, and Chad comes in with like a hood on, and he like runs at him. Dude, this Archie's guy. like, Chad, is that you? It's like <laughs> so brightly lit that he can see his face. And then he starts shooting at him like a crazy person. And like like, misses like 80,000 times. Yeah. You should have hired someone to kill him, first of all. Yeah, like, wow, he's a loser. (laughs) And then um, Archie literally uses like a Captain America shield, like the tin tin top and like whacks it at him. He gets knocked out and then he runs away. He leaves the gun, right? Yeah, Yeah. he leaves the gun. It was so like... The end of Chad was very poorly thought out and written. Like, they they gave the guy, like, a very cheap ending because, like, 
this guy would have probably hired someone to do his dirty work. Like he wouldn't have done it himself. Right. Like there's so many things that I just, I, I don't know, but we're not here to really judge Chad. He's just like a C character. So like whatever. Like he literally covered up a helicopter craft crash and now he can't even like cover this shit for up. me like, I, I don't yeah know. for me all it shows is how poor judgment veronica has in choosing her partners that's all it shows <laughs> because if you're telling me she chose this guy to marry marry yeah, yeah. like what was she legit. thinking at least make yeah. this guy like a legit guy where you could be like damn like she must have really loved him and like things kind of just went wrong like whatever like right. this guy's sloppy af like he can't do anything so right sloppy. can't do his stocks can't do his divorce papers can't do his shooting killing <laughs> Flying helicopter. Such a lo- yeah, he can't. <laughs> he's he, such he a legit, loser. Like whatever Rodis said to him, like she, he's a little bitch. Yeah. Like he's so useless. Um. Anyway, then it cuts to Betty and Jughead, and they're working on this case. They have like the whole like you know she has her map up, her homeland map up, and um, she just catches him up on like what what yeah. she thinks it is. It's a family of people. Blah 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 blah. Then they go on to say, um, they need to find Lerman. Because he got yeah. abducted yeah. and he had a similar story. And then I was like, wow, they're really reaching to like the this. back of the beginning yeah. of the season. I barely remembered. And like, Jughead I was like, had to what? say it. He was like, well, yeah, like Lerman was like my student. And like, I was going to ask him before, like in episode yeah. three. But like I couldn't because like I was his teacher. But now I'm fired right. and now he's not here. So I can ask him, interview him <laughs> next scene. I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I did not thank know you that. For all your detail, uh, your detailed information. I really appreciate it. Um, so they're like, okay, we need to find him on Facebook. Like, like let's get in connection yeah. with him. And then they get a call from Dr. Curdle Jr. Then it cuts to Dr. Curdle Jr.'s, and they found a body, and it's completely dismembered yeah. to the point where, like, they don't even, it's not recognizable. And Dr. Curdle thinks it could be Polly, but he needs to do a DNA test. So he swabs Betty, yeah. and she's like, okay, sounds good. He, She also tells him about um squeaky and it's like th- it could also be squeaky yeah. because like she's also been yeah. missing then it cuts to chad and veronica in divorce i want to say court it's not divorce court they're just like s- sitting beside each other and now with this new um information about him trying to kill archie <laughs> she just like pops pops off on him she's and like- she's basically your pathetic attempt at killing my lover yeah. made me reconsider and you get nothing. So like, now the game is over. I will sue you for murder. Well, <laughs> it wasn't murder, like attempted murder. Like he attempted didn't kill him. Murder. She's like, and I will get yeah. everything back. And he's just, and he just sat there like, oh my God. Like yeah. he's so stupid. Like this is all so I lo- dumb. I also love how he's just like, well, how are you going to do that? Yeah. She's like, you left the fucking gun. You literally you idiot. left the gun. You ran away and you didn't realize that you didn't have the gun anymore? I can't. Are you I can't. Like, like, it's too easy. It's too easy. You're absolutely right. Like, he didn't become this slimeball, smart, cunning man that could even match her. So why did she even... Anyway, whatever. We can't yeah, even get into it. Yeah, I know. Because, like, know. he's just... He's gone now. I don't yeah. care. Um, then it cuts to Thornhill. And every these... Y'all, it is 10 o'clock in the morning. They were having the Full most dope ass breakfast. Feast. Like every Nana's got an appetite, eh? She's been munching down. Yeah. That is the craft table for the entire staff. Yeah. Like they just put it in the front and they like, I wanted to eat everything. Anyway, Penelope's mowing this like croissant. And <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, hey Cheryl, like, how's your diet going? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
mashing her face. It was because so Cheryl funny. was on the on the thing, right? She's the on fast. her fast. Yeah. yeah. So she's, she's sitting like, there being croissant. like, so flaky. I'm fine. She's like, she's like about to pass yeah. out. Poor Cheryl. <laughs> I was like sitting in the corner, be like. I'm good, I'm good well at one point she got up and like she almost fell and i was like what's wrong with her and i'm like oh she hasn't yeah, eaten like she's I literally forgot. fasting <laughs> yeah she's like <laughs> about to lose it so anyway um she leaves she's like i'm gonna go paint then it cuts to hiram and chad talking and then he basically says like i tried to kill like archie it didn't work out for <sighs> me like bro are you I, He's dumb. I would be so embarrassed <laughs> if I was Chad to even go back to And then to you Hiram. left the gun. I would have left. I would have left town. Like not even come left, back. I'm like, yeah. I would have just like, ex- yeah. like excused myself. It's true. Hiram basically is like, you fucking suck. Don't ever like let like make a boy do a man's job. Like you're such a loser. So again, the anger level in this scene was like very. Hiram was like livid. Yeah. I get it, cause she sold the palladium, like. But he is yeah, on a mission to like that. truly end end Archie. Like this is happening. Right. I'm like, this is crazy. Well, that's the thing that annoyed me too. To that point, his motive for killing Archie is the fact that Veronica stole, stole the, the palladium. That's what I'm saying. Like it's. I'm just like, but what does this have to do with Archie? He's just doing it, it to it makes hurt her happy. Veronica. Yeah, he makes her happy. I don't know if that makes any sense. Go after your daughter. Like maybe talk to your daughter. Like how about that? Anyway, dysfunction, clearly, obviously, we know this. Um, So he gets pissed. He's like, never even come back here. Like, my daughter's never going to ever, like, talk to you ever again because you're a loser. Um, Loser. And then he, he just leaves. Then it cuts to Veronica visiting Archie. And then we get our moment. So cute, Archie. Archie. Hey. He's like, hey, um, I gotta go to work and like go into a mine. She's like, I she, am like, divorced now. She's like, divorce papers, here they are. Let's fuck. So then they First go upstairs. All, that song was horrendous. Fucking awful, right? It was like, I'm playing Mario. I was like, what is this Mario song oh my God. soundtrack? Like, it's terrible. I literally wrote that song was weird as fuck, though. Like, yeah. I was just like, Everything else was fine. Cute Everything shots, was fine. Like whatever like, they're having sex, it's fine. We finally get a like the var. For I the was actually excited. Yeah, I was like annoyed for them because that song. If I was a Varchi shipper, I would have been like, change the music, switch it with something guys, else. Guys, what like, is wrong with you guys? Like, put anything. It doesn't even have to have lyrics. Trash. The song was trash. It took me out of the moment. It was like. I was like, yeah. what is this? Nothing about that song. Like, no offense to, like, the artist of that song, but, like, y'all did not choose the right song. No, I mean, like, it's moment. a good song, but, like, not for this moment where, like, not they're having all. sex for the first time not in, like, months. Like, And that's the thing. We've been waiting. Like, Varchi shippers have been waiting for this moment, and this is what you give them? Like, this, like, shitty song. It took me totally out of the moment, yeah. and I was just like, this is weird. I'm glad that you weird. said that because I was very, like, I was like, this is weird. I watched it I wonder- twice. To see, like, if I would maybe, I'm like, maybe I'm just being a hard, like, like judge. Like, second time. I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrible. I was like, waiting for it to end, like, for the music to end. And I almost, to the point where I almost was like, did they do this on purpose to make us feel awkward? I don't think so. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Like, do you think they're like, they're awkward together now? You no, know what I mean? no, no, like, no. Anyways. I think they just can't choose songs. They probably have, like, a list of, like, three songs they can choose from. And, like, this was <laughs> the only remote. I don't know what this made you guys one. think that this was the only song. I was like, <laughs> who's playing Mario in the background of this like scene right now? The sex scene. <laughs> anyway, they have sex. They have their moment. Good for them. They're back together. 
cuts to Betty and Alice talking at home and she spills all the beans to Alice about the fact that they found this dismembered body and then she's checking the DNA to see if like it's like Polly and then like and Alice has to like walk out the door door to have like to do her job like she has to be like okay cool I'm gonna go take yeah her, I like, was like Betty maybe leave. you should have told her maybe you should have done that maybe you should have waited until she was having a glass of wine it's afterwards. such a hard dynamic between the two of them because it's like I think Alice just wants to know more like you're stuck in this thing yeah. where like she doesn't want to just live in a bubble anymore like she needs to know but then also it's like hard because it's like this information is literally about your daughter like, what do I need to tell? Yeah. What do I yeah. need to tell my mom? Yeah. And what she says later was really heartbreaking. Yeah. So then it cuts to Cheryl and Kevin talking um, about the painting that she did. She's like, I got an epiphany. Here's my painting. It's a painting of an angel and a cardinal and a ship. And she's like, she this is what came out. <laughs> she's like, this is it. Elements. Elements, y'all. Elements. So she wants to worship the elements. Um, specifically mother gaia mother earth yeah and kevin's like i'm out i'm like i mean this makes the most sense this one makes the most actually makes sense for weeks you have been in a cult basically now she actually like like legitimized it and now you're like i'm a dip out though this doesn't make sense so what if it was about Jay? If you were if you were praising Jason, you would have just stayed. Yeah, like I don't understand. I actually really like, like the way she tied it all in. She was like, "We same. should pray to like the earth." I was like, "Damn!" Like maybe I want to like, join this religion. Sense. Like I know everything. She's <laughs> everything she said. I was like, "Sign me up!" I'm yeah, like, okay. I'm like, and it's true. Like the wind did come through for her. Like how many times? Yeah. One time, but like it was big. This girl's <laughs> a Wiccan. Like I'm in. <laughs> anyway, but, yeah, yeah. Of I course, was, Kevin's like, like bye. I know. I was like, gays love witches. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> Such a disgrace to the gay, like, fucking community. <laughs> Anyways, so then, obviously, he um he leaves. And she's like, honestly, it's totally fine. Like, you always have a place here if you ever want to come back. Yeah. Like, she was totally so cool cute. with it. Yeah, she's yeah. like, it's fine. She's like, Kevin, you and could then- have always left. He's like, yeah, but... I have, like, I have trauma. <laughs> She's like, I have nothing else. So I'm going to say. Um, and then it shows like Penelope lurking. She's super happy with herself. And then like she leaves. It's probably like still eating croissant. She's like, yeah. yeah. She and made she, me like, want a croissant. I was like, oh, dang. Yeah. I know. I'm that so hungry flaky. still. Um, <laughs> I think you were very hungry when you watched the episode. I'm still very hungry. I'm like fasting until 12. <laughs> <laughs> so it cuts to um, Pop's Diner and then Betty and Jughead are at a booth waiting for Lerman. And then this is when they hear Alice on the news yeah. and like Tabitha turns the volume up. And she's basically like, hey, murderers, stop. Like, stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. But, I mean, to your point, it was a really sad moment because she, like, lays it all out on the floor. She's like, my daughter's been missing. Every single time I hear a phone call, I think about my daughter. She's like, Um, how bad is it that I hope the phone call comes and says that she's dead? Because she's like, I'm tired of living in this, like, nightmare. She's like, I just want to wake up and, like, have the answer. I was like, oh, my God. And her her acting was so good. Like, I started to cry. I was like, this is so painful when you're stuck in this middle of like you don't know you don't want to know but then you also want to know because you want this sort of chapter to come to a close so that you could start like grieving and like start moving on yeah totally and it's very like real it is like this shit is like this happens to parents all the time you know like when their kids go missing and like you don't know where they are and all you want is to get some closure and 
you know, like she's been suffering. So yeah. it was hard to see it. At the same time, I'm also just like, Alice, did you have to do this on like air to like show every single person in the world? Well, she that, is like, a news person. Sad? So like it does make sense, right? Like I get it. But at the same time, I'm also just like, I know what's going to come next. Like yeah. they're going to try to get the body, like everything yeah, that yeah, happened yeah. after. I was like, yeah. this is what happened. Anyways, um, in that moment, as soon as she finishes what she says, everybody's gagged and Lerman walks in. Yeah. And they're like, okay, let's get to the next storyline. Then it cuts to Fangs and Tony talking, and they're talking at home in the apartment. Dude, Fangs and Tony have some great scenes this episode. I was just going to say, I was like, as an FYI, Fangs and Tony had some really sweet moments this episode. I love that they're bringing them together. So real. Very real talks. Very real chemistry. Like yes. life talks. I was, I'm just, I'm in love with the two of them. Not even just romantically, just like as friends yeah. on screen together. Totally. We never get to see totally. a relationship like that. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I love every part of their relationship. Yeah. I thought it was very, to your point, they were able to like talk through Britta's shit and like talk about their life yeah. stories. We got a little bit of more information about Fangs and like how he came out to his dad yeah. being by. And I just thought it was really interesting. Like I was very, interested to watch them Me on too. screen um anyways she says that Britta's parents didn't really take it very well they were like are you sure do you have to be gay and obviously like not ideal um then i said like tony was talking about how it relates to her fangs talks about being bi and she says for the record no matter what baby anthony is i'll be ecstatic and i'm like we know I mean, obviously, what are you going to do? Reject your child. You're literally a lesbian and you're with a bisexual. What are you going to do? For the record, if he comes out gay, out. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) Out the door. It was so cute, though. I loved it. Straight to jail. Yeah, really, really cute. <laughs> then it cuts to Hiram. We got this clock that he keeps oh watching, God. as we said. It's like Prima TikTok, on like TikTok. five, four, three, two, one. Boom! Explosion. The Palladium mines explode, and Archie goes. So the Palladium mines explode. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone's evacuating, but then they realize that Eric is even deeper in the mines, and so Archie goes in to help Eric while everybody else escapes. So when this happens, Kevin calls. Cheryl, who calls Veronica about the whole collapse, everybody's freaking out, whatever. Cuts back to Pop's Diner. Betty and uh, Jughead are talking to Lerman, and he just explains, like, his story. He's like, I was sleepwalking, and then I was in a metal shed. Like, he basically Mm -hmm. says the whole story about the Mothman, and he's like, there were voices. I could hear them, like, more than one. And Betty's like, more than one, like a family? And I was like, okay, like, we get it. Like, there's a family now. Like, she's like, you get, we get your point. (laughs) Like, even Jughead is like, chill. And, um... A mothman, he says, came to help him escape. And he's like, he had red eyes, but like he also had like red scars on his face, like blah, 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 something like that. And the guy says to him like he was a mistake and that he shouldn't have been caught in the first place. And he said, don't tell anyone or I'll come back and I will like kill you. And he says that he could hear the highway. So it is nearby the highway. Which, in my opinion, I know that the highway is a long highway or whatever. You would have <laughs> thought that the FBI, Betty, yeah. anyone else would have, done, like, would have hol- like helicopter like raids. Seen that. So, can I ask you a question? How who saved that guy? Do we find out in the end who saved him? Yeah, we do find out in the end. Oh. Again, another thing that I'd like to talk okay. about. Okay, I can't after, remember because I, I can't like, remember who saved him. Right. Um, 
So then, uh, in that moment, Betty gets a text from Doctor Curdle about the results. He's she's like, I need to. He's like, I need to talk to you about it in person. Dramatic much? Like he's like, I need to talk to you about it in person. So then it cuts to Veronica, and she gets to the mines. And Frank says there was a deliberate explosion. So and she's like, this scene killed I me. I know who it was. This scene killed me because she gets there and they're like, there was an explosion. So yeah. And there's, she's like, there's an explosion. And she's like, what kind of explosion? And they're like, a deliberate one. I'm like, <laughs> like sorry, no does that. a deliberate one sound different than like <laughs> an accidental explosion? Like, do they look different? Like, I was like, I started dying of laughter. I'm like, I don't know. Like, how, that doesn't even make sense. She's like, oh. Yeah. And then she's like, I know who it did it now. <laughs> I am I am aware of this as a situation. Um. So anyway, she's about to go like, obviously go off to see Hiram. How does her hand get cut? Um, she's holding rocks. She'd oh. be holding rocks. She's like, <laughs> like later. She like, oh, that was after. Okay, rocks. sorry. Yeah, happens after. So then it cuts to the cave, um, and um, Archie finds Eric under like all this rubble, and he's like, okay, we got to get out of here. We have to like conserve our like energy and our air. Like we're gonna run out of air soon. So a pretty serious scene. Then it cuts to Doctor Curdle Junior. Uh, his place, <laughs> his place, his place, and it turns out that the body is not Polly's, but it is Squeaky's body. So he does say though that there is DNA of Betty in the body of Tongue Boy, and she's like, "What?" what? So that was the whole gag of the whole situation. Right. She was like. I checked your DNA against his body, and now, like, you basically are cousins. Like, so she's she, like, he I'm related to the tongue guy. The tongue guy. And that's when she was like, what the fuck? And even I was like, what the yeah. fuck is happening? <laughs> um, and it turns out that it could potentially be Jughead's, like, maybe it's the Blossom side of your yeah. family. Because the Coopers are all basically dead. Yeah. Like, she knows, like, about where they are. But the Blossom side, because she is the cousin... That is where it comes from. So Dr. Curdle is now like, by the way, while I was at the lab getting these test results, somebody came in and stole the bodies. So then Jughead is like, it's obviously the Blossoms. Um, you know, like they stole this. They stole the body when we were at Pop's Diner mm-hmm. and we thought it was like the alien. And that was all coming from Nana Blossom. So like we got to talk to the Blossoms now. And... Tabitha's like, I just need to talk to Squeaky's family now because, like, she's gagged yeah. that her friend has, like, basically been chopped up into pieces, which was fucked. Was fucked. I was like, yeah, the show gets really dark, dark in, like, very weird ways. Like, here's the thing. When you do a show like Riverdale and, you know, it's, like, based on a comic, but then you bring in, like, real shit like this, like, it's very dark in the sense that, like, people literally do this, like, as serial yeah, killers. And it's it kind of sits wrong in your stomach. Anyways. And also the fact that, like, at first they're missing and you have hope, but then, like, it's yeah. taken away and you're, they're like, oh, my God, they're dead. Yeah. It's all fun and games until a fucking dismembered body shows up and you find out that it was like the person from three, ep- like yeah. seven episodes yeah. ago. You're like, holy, this is like yeah. really fucked. Anyway, then it cuts to oh, like, anyway, moving on Polly. from murders. I know. I know. I'm going to be like that last scene that we saw of her was the last scene, like her running from the truck. Yeah. Oh, I just that got is the really final chills. Scene that oh, my God. I got chills. I did not. So sad. <sighs> anyway, sorry. I know. It's fucked. 
<sighs> then it cuts to Hiram listening to the radio about the collapse. And in that moment, as soon as he like takes a sip, he's like, ha ha ha. He like gets knocked out by Veronica from behind. And then she commercial breaks. She's tying him up. And she just has this like moment where she's basically like, I should have known when I talked to the counselor that one time that our sick dance of death can only end with one of us dying. Then she goes on to talk about (laughs) this is how she talks. Um, So then she talks about the day of her quinceanera. I just want to ask you. What? What? Why are we? First that all, was the it's moment. It's been like fifteen years. It's been seven plus the your quinceanera. So like, how yeah. many years has it been? Like almost ten years. And yeah. now you're seeing her trauma. Now you're bringing from it up that? Her girlfriend. Girl, uh, that my is whole your family trauma? was basically telling my parents it better be a boy when I was born. So like, <laughs> I'm not traumatized for life. Like what? Girl, like, come girl, on. Girl, there's other things that you could have brought and up. Also, like maybe like, trying to kill your boyfriend multiple fine times. your like, dad said that when you were like 15 or whatever but like he's also been by your side like through it all too like i'm sure you guys have still had yeah. like your come through moments like so to chalk it all up to like that one moment i was like girl yeah it was very weird for <laughs> yeah. her to bring up that specific moment and also do you remember it because i did not know there's no scene like that there's we no never scene, saw right? that no no okay i don't think i was so. like i was like Twitterverse or anyone who's listening, can you just confirm to see if we ever got that scene? Because I feel like that it would have been brought up 15 years ago then. You know what I mean? That's my point. It's like she never even mentioned, or even if she had told Archie, my dad one time, he said this and it really got to me. And then now she finally has the balls to like say it to him. It would have like all connected to me. But like for her to come out and say, and as she's saying it, she's like, daddy, am I consigned? I was like, oh my God, what is she going to say? Like, did she see him kill someone? I was like, I'm like listening. And then she's like, I Waiting. heard you say to your people that you don't like. I was like, oh, I'm like, well, I'm not uh, did that happen Because like I don't know. And also, that's pretty weak sauce. It's why do they do this to her? Yeah, I don't know. I I literally wrote like, why after all this time you're bringing this one fucking moment yeah. up? Like I just don't get it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she essentially says like, you're here because if Archie dies, like I'm gonna kill you, like because you're a sociopath. And she goes, can you feel it, daddy? Our dance of death is finally coming to an end. I really hope it like, is. Please. Cheers. Can we end please it end now? it. Can what, <laughs> one of you just die. <laughs> this one, just go. Um, then it cuts to Jughead and Betty talking to Nana Rose. Hold on. And Betty pause. is like. Sorry, before we get to that, wouldn't your father being a Ponzi scheme like thing be worse than like him saying that about you like 18 years ago yeah, in your life? Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. She could have been like, you embarrassed me. My whole life was uprooted to come back to Riverdale. You lost all our money. You embarrassed our family. Like she could have done all of that. Yeah. Her whole life. And I know that we're probably still leading up to at this point. I don't I even don't really have any faith if we're ever going to get this moment anymore, so. to be honest. But, like, that moment that we're hoping for where, like, Hiram and Veronica can actually have a heart-to-heart and there's, like, not a one-sided conversation. Like, he can tell her everything. She he can tell easily, him everything. He could have easily just nothing. said, like, no, I love you. Like, you're my... Like, fine. Okay, if he didn't say I love you, he'd be like, no, you're my daughter. Like, I've always had your back no matter what. Yeah. Like, he just said new. Like, it was just, like... He could have he could have just said like you don't even understand yeah, the situation. Yeah. You don't even understand what it meant when you stole my palladium. Like he Nothing could have said, said one line to just be like 
you don't get it, girl. Yeah. You're a child and you don't yeah. understand like what I've been trying and to they do this up whole the time. Cami was like, oh my God, it all goes down tonight. Da, 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 da. I was like, yeah, it goes down for your ex-husband, but not with your dad. Like, like there was a lot, of, a lot of lines missing from that dialogue between her and Hiram. I hope we get it to your point. Like maybe we're, we're still going to get something. But yeah. to me, I feel like it's not or not. I don't know. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of over this like back and forth because they're not i don't think they're doing it right i don't think that they're doing the hiram versus veronica like storyline justice and it's frustrating to your point that's that's all if they did it justice if they gave them that time to have that like conversation i wouldn't mind the back and forth they'd be like i'm down for this but they're not they're not taking both of them there fully and like i feel like something is lacking there Um, and then we all of a sudden at the end get to see him like lighting that up so even that was like i'm like what is happening like i can't even go there with it yeah we'll talk about that in that moment because i was just like this is so stupid um okay so then it cuts to jughead betty um talking to nana rose and betty like does not waste any time she's like focus on me right now tell me your story yeah (laughs) she's like where are the croissants (laughs) yeah she gets so angry at her and Turns out that the fake alien corpse that they found in like the maple syrup barrel was actually the body of like a her cousin, cousin named Timothy. Yeah, um, and then she and she was like whole deformed. story about like him having someone having an affair with yes. like the maids and then having babies. So her husband. So she Nana's says that husband. her husband, Nana's husband, <gasps> was like a big fat slut. And oh, I thought it was that gu- he, guy or something that was in the barrel. I know it was confusing. I had to yeah. watch it back like a, f- a few times to like understand her story. Oh, um, so it was like Cheryl's grandfather. Cheryl's grandfather wow. was going around like effing people and like the maids and like the milkman and like whatever. Who not the milkman? Like. <laughs> 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 the milk woman um and he kept having all these illegitimate children and so she was responsible for getting rid of his problem by like getting rid of these children so she knew about this family who was living in the woods so she gave them the children and then she said up to a dozen kids half a dozen oh half half a dozen yeah yeah. that makes a lot more sense i was like a dozen (laughs) kids were taken by this couple this couple what who lives in the woods them? are like, the please stark, give us all your children. The Stark Wreath or something? The Stark Wreath? Yeah, I was like, very stark Game of Weathers Thrones. or something like, like that. It sounds like a very Game of Thrones storyline. Very Game of Thrones, except like Game of Thrones would never do that. Like they would never have this like trashy hillbilly families living in the fucking Yeah, and that it was like the White Walkers giving, yeah, the, exactly. giving the baby boys to the White Legit. Walkers. It was that one place yeah. before with, who would like give yeah. the babies a... Yeah. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <Just> crossover. <laughs> Um, so she explains this whole fucking situation and, um, this is what they always do though. Like at the 11th hour when you're like, hour. who could it be? Somebody yeah. reveals like a huge bombshell and you're like, this always existed in this world. Like no one mentioned this before. How like, are we supposed to know that as the audience? <sighs> like you're not dropping enough clues like, for us. I hate when they do together. shit like this. Like she's like, yeah. And wait, and then Jughead was like, hold on. And he's like, you're telling me. That there's a family of like unwanted like blossoms, generations. illegitimate blossoms sitting in the. She goes, yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> why though? Like, I wish we got a point, mention of this a little bit before. We literally do not get any information about the blossoms until like the last hour, and at this point in time, everyone, let's just assume that it's the blossoms. 
whenever like moving yeah, forward if there's ever true. a murder in riverdale it is blossom yeah. related like legitimately every single time blossom related it was penelope blossom who was the gargoyle yeah. king it was fucking i'm surprised that nana blossom was not the murderer Seriously. like at this point like i don't know it's anyway, just a she, very like cheap way of like tying a story together because like your audience is never gonna know that we were never gonna know yeah, that we if, were never gonna if know. they put it as like a clue maybe in the beginning of the season to be like that could be a po- like there's something there and we right. don't we just don't know exactly fine but like now it's like oh, okay i could make anything up like at the 11th hour and say that that ties everything together totally it don't make no sense Anyways, y'all whatever, yeah. yeah i just thought it was kind of dumb yeah um, but okay, fine. We get the story. We get we get the answers. So sorry. Nana, there's who, a bunch like, of illeg- uh, there's a bunch of blossoms living there, and those are the people that were killing people. Yeah, they're half blossoms. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Um. But why did they kill people? You find out from the guy, like Jughead's, right, right, like, right. Okay, got it now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. And then, so in this moment, they get a text from Tony saying that there's an emergency, though, so they have to leave. Back at the mines, people are trying to get them out, and um, Archie hallucinates Bingo, who, by the way, was, like, super, super he was cute. cute. I was like, ooh, that's And Bingo? he's like, hmm. he's like, don't quit, bitch. And I was like, okay, girl. <laughs> get, like, those like, yeah, get those rocks. Get those rocks. Get those rocks over. Can I ask you a question? And- Can is Do you think this is the, fi- the final thing of this Archie army trauma? Mm-hmm. because i i I keep asking you that because it's like there's like this epic thing that happens and like it saves him and then you're like sweet it came full circle like you know and that now this is it now he can literally go to the top and like start living his life now you don't think so i don't think that that's no i don't think that's the situation unfortunately i think that we're gonna have to like hold on to these ghost friends for a little bit longer okay because he hasn't really figured it all out i don't think so anyway, his ghost friends help him move the rocks. Like it was a cute moment, but also I was like, "Ghost friends, cool. That's cute." Um, then it cuts to Tony and Fangs at the apartment. We get another yeah. cute moment with them. Uh, oh wait, actually, it's not a cute moment. Um, it's because Betty and Jack had show up, and Tony goes on to say that Britta ran away yesterday, and um, now Jughead's worried that she's going to yeah. be on the lonely highway and she's going to get kidnapped. So I did. What I liked about this episode was the fact that like all these characters are communicating with each other in the matter of like yes. 42 minutes. And I love that because sometimes yes. people just show up randomly and you're like, how did you Always know that? Yeah. Show up. But this one was like they called, they like met up. They're like, guys, let's go here. Let's go here. It just felt it makes everything feel very like seamless and that they're actually yes. living in the same world and same town. So I did appreciate Agreed. that. Yeah. And a lot more people were working yeah, together. At one point it. in time, I yeah. was like, everybody just drop it and save Archie first. And then you guys yeah. can go back to the murders. Like, let's do all yeah. together. Anyway, whatever. It was fine. It was split up properly, I guess. So Tony decides that she's going to go. Fangs is like, you can't go there by, out there by your by yourself. You're a mom now. She's like, and I need she, you to stay home. He's no. like, I'm not staying home, I love Dad. I'm going to come with like, you. If this was Kevin, he would have been like, okay, I'll be right here. He's like, yeah. I'll wait for you. No, Fangs yeah. is like, I'm not Useless. leaving you. Are you nuts? He's like, I don't care. He's like, my mom can take care of the baby. Like, I'm coming. I was like, wow. In two scenes, yeah. I, I'm more invested in yeah. Fangs and his storyline than Kevin. Ha- yeah. I've been in Kevin this I, whole fucking I, time, which is hilarious. I'm just very, sh- very surprised that they wouldn't even bring Kevin in on this storyline. Like, yeah. nothing. Like, he wasn't even included nothing. in this in this mission. Like, it's pathetic. At this point, everything that happens moving forward is such an irredeemable moment. 
because like what was he doing? I mean, I guess he was helping people in the mines. Like he was doing the mine thing at the Oh, point he was there. Time, right? like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was helping. Okay, the so mines. that's fine. So, like, he was there. I, mean, I, I guess yeah. he was doing stuff, yeah. but I don't know. I don't care if I'm being hard on it. Kevin, he's a piece of shit. It's just it just he so. hasn't <laughs> he hasn't even once said there's a baby in the picture. No. And I think that that's it. Like, I think when he made the choice to walk away from Fangs, the decision was oh, like, like, I don't I, want the baby. I don't have a child anymore. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they haven't talked about it, that's so we I'm can saying. only make assumptions. Yeah. But hey, we just found out that there's a bunch of blossoms in the woods. Because wasn't so, like, Tony having the baby because for Fangs or just she had a baby and then they're like, we'll take the baby. I don't think they ever really like she was did they talk about the she fact wasn't a surrogate was, was she or she just she got pregnant and then she was like oh I'll give you the baby to like take care of I think that they were all three of them gonna like take the care. choice was that they were okay. all gonna take care of okay. the kid together yeah. as far as I remember yeah, I don't I think know. you're right um did they ever reveal whose baby no. it was like, like like the baby daddy who's the baby no, daddy I don't think so. yeah no okay if they did it's like someone that we don't know so right um anyway so then they leave cuts to cheryl and veronica um they're like in the like whatever the trailer. Like an area where she's getting like bandaged yeah. up and cheryl tells veronica like you need to go clean up and get go home she's like, like girl, you have to do your you're hair. still wearing like versace right now like, like girl get like, ready when chill. your man comes up from that mind he's gonna want you like you need to be pretty yeah, for like, him okay like, like okay <laughs> That's weird. Like, and also Veronica was like, "Okay, sounds like a good idea." <laughs> I was like, "You agreed to it too. Like, why did you just leave? You should have just like, been why like, would he I care, care if you look like shit? I love He's him. known you for years. He's not gonna care." That's the thing that killed me the most. It just I was felt mo- very weird. Like, like, like in this moment, I mean, they obviously did it so they could lead to like the Chad. I almost felt like, line. I'm like, did Cheryl know that Chad was like waiting for her at home? Because it felt very much. Ooh, if I know she wasn't, up. but obviously, like it just felt like Cheryl was pushing her out. She was like, "Go home, go home," and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "Why?" Like, it didn't make sense to me because I think that like considering she literally was like, "I just fucked this guy, and now he's in the mines, and he's in the mines because of my and dad." Let me go I shower. Need, I need to be there. Yeah, I was so just that like, I look good. Why? Are you, what are you doing? Anyway, so she leaves and then she's like, I'm going to do whatever I can. And she calls upon everything to like bring them out. She literally like prays to the wind and the fire and the water. And it was kind of cool because like it showed like all the different elements, like the fire behind her blew up. And then she had a moment where like she was thinking about how she was reborn in Sweetwater River in the water. Like it was cool. I liked it a lot. I'm also so down for her to be a witch. I know that's like a little too super supernatural, but like, what are we doing here otherwise? Like, <laughs> why are we here? Why are we no, here? You're right. If you're, if you're if not going to take us there, storyline, then just yeah. like take us there. You know what I, I mean? wonder if there's anything in the comics and like maybe one of our listeners know more about this, but I wonder if there's anything in the comics at in any version of the Archie story where Cheryl is a witch or dabbles in something that's like a little supernatural. I'm pretty sure there was someone from our uh, listener group who said something about um, her being some sort of witchy witch oh, okay. storyline. Yeah. Like, I don't know exactly. Um, there was a league audition tape in which it was revealed that Cheryl is the reincarnation of one of her ancestors that was burnt at the stake for being a witch. A witch from Salem named Salma. Anyway, all this other stuff. Um, at J Edits. Thanks for that. If that's true, we'll see. Anyway, interesting. 
that's a pretty dark, weird storyline, but who knows what's going to happen in the next season? Who knows? They need a new mystery, obviously. So this could be it. Anyway, as she's doing this, like Archie comes out of the mines and she's like, wah, like magic. Like it's, it's all happening. Then it cuts to Veronica and she's like about to take a bath. She's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. The I'm bathroom looks so man. nice. I was like, we've never seen it Veronica's bathroom before. It was so nice. <laughs> I'm like, I'm into yeah. it. And so then Chad creeps in. Obviously, he's like creeping in. I don't know how he got in. He like, what do you like climb through yeah. a window? Um, and then she can sense that somebody's yeah. there. So she turns out all the lights and she says something. She's like, hey, Plexi, like instead of uh, Alexa, Alexis yeah. or Alexa. Alexa. Alexis. <laughs> hey, Alexis. <laughs> like Alexis. Um, and she turns out all the lights and she plays like loud music. And I was like, wow, I'm going to do that this, if anybody has like comes into yeah, my house. Yeah, <laughs> this reminded me of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. But like yeah, Chad that. is just dumb, so like it doesn't it Chad's doesn't really loser. fit. Like, but like you're going to go. The kill whole him. thing was really cool, and they're like they're yeah. like in two adjoining rooms, and then she sees him. I love this whole sequence. It was really well. I done. actually love yeah. this whole scene. Like this scene was really really yeah. well shot. It was a very entertaining yeah, to watch. I knew it was going to happen. But you're still but like at the entertained. Same time, I was very yeah. entertained. Yeah, it was cool, and like the classical music yeah. in the background playing. Anyway, as this is all happening, Smithers comes back with like a bunch of stuff and he hears gunshots and it's dark still so he asks for the lights to turn back on chad is now dead, dead on the floor and she Veronica shoots him cold-blooded she shoots so him. he's dead let's let's just talk about this scene real quick um sure. let's not forget the fact that like now chad wants to legit kill veronica like that was already big for me. I was like, dude, when did this become like a murder? That's pretty big. Like, it's big, big yeah. dude. That's your ex-wife. Like, you guys just, like, you said you love, like, you're going to murder her now? Like, when did this get to this? When did this escalate to yeah. this point? Fine. I mean, I pe- people do I know, shit, I know. Though. It was just like, like. They get angry. I don't know. I was like, dude, this is getting really, really intense. Fine. I'll take it. He's going to kill her. That's fine. Because she's taking everything, whatever. But yeah. for her to shoot him point blank dead and she yeah. doesn't even flinch like yeah i wanted it to be like a oc moment when marissa kills trey and then like emoji yeah. heap starts playing when i wanted we- it to be something like that where like she didn't mean for it to go off but she's protecting herself and it goes off and then she's like what the hell just happened no this yeah. woman's like bah, bah, and she just like stands over his body like yeah i did it i was like what am i watching right now She's not even shaking no, she's not. from like the adrenaline. And even nothing. after, because like, I was like, maybe the next scene, like she'll be like, what did I just do? She was like, I'm going to go fuck Archie. Like she did not yeah. care. That to me is very like concerning for a, yes. car- a character. Now, I don't know if In they're going to take that. They're going to go that route with it. But to me, I just wanted it to feel way more intense and that she's not a cold-blooded murderer murder like, i get it you're it's self-defense i get it but like just like the marissa and oc moment everyone go on youtube and google marissa trey oc scene and you'll understand it's like you're protecting yourself so but good. it pops off and then and then you're in shock still so like i think yeah. i would have felt so much more like into her story and like just more emotional if i saw something like that and just more sympathetic to her I'd be like damn girl you had to do that like it like yeah. this one felt like she was fine with it she killed him and he was like, like added to her tra- like her bucket of trauma because like exactly. she has nothing. 
Her bucket of trauma is all self-inflicted. We've already established this. Everything that she does is always like to her. So they could have made this moment yeah. been like someone forced yeah. it on me. I had to yeah. make a difficult choice. And now I have and to I've live with the fact that. And I've never killed anyone before. I've, she's never she's killed never anyone killed before. Any, and that's what I'm saying. Like, she's this is never a killed huge anyone thing before. For you to just like, like the cops won't even come into play. Like no one talks about like, yeah, it was self-defense. I get that. That fine. Yeah. But like emotionally as a character, like. Can we talk about you it? You don't just like walk away and be like, I okay, don't know. Again, it just somebody. felt very Moving cut on. short. Maybe they'll talk about it next episode. I doubt it. Like you're sh- you're shaking your head. And you're like probably not. I don't. I don't Something's think so. Missing. I I I hope so. But Something's like missing. I think that they would. They honestly should have taken her there because literally she gets on the phone with Cheryl as soon as this happens. She's like, Oh my god, the, the mines are open again. Like she just like r- runs away. You just killed you someone. Just killed your fucking your ex husband. He wasn't like he wasn't a. I mean, he did try to kill her, but it doesn't but, matter. Like you're still shaken it doesn't up. Doesn't like, Shot someone point blank dead, and he's not even like injured. He's like dead. Like she's out here saying like you're a sociopath to like Hiram. Maybe, I'm sorry. Are you a sociopath? Are, do you think they're gonna connect those two things? Like, do you think now that we've seen it, her do at this, this point, she has no at this point in time. They have to yeah. because if they don't take that route with her to show that she's like this ruthless yeah. sociopath, then like I'm like, what are you doing? It's like with she's her becoming character? her dad. But at the same time, I'm also just like, you're emotional. You love somebody. You love Archie. You're doing all these things. You have all these friends. You're not this cold blooded bitch that like you would imagine someone like her to be. Instead, you're playing Veronica in this like middle world where she just killed her husband cold-blooded or her ex-husband and is walking away to go like hang out with her new man. Like, I just doesn't feel like on point at all with her character. It's very, very off. Like as as the writer, I just would have been like, let's add a little bit more intensity to that moment and make it a bit more valid of like her feel like, oh my God, I just just killed him. Like he's dead. Like don't tell, like don't tell me that. Has she done this before? Like... No, like that's what I mean. Like they've been in situations, but they have never. Like she's never been the one to kill yeah. somebody, and so I'm just like, you gotta have her shaking. You gotta have her like freaking yeah, the fuck she out. She was like, not doing any of those or something. Like none of those things. Take the night off, bro. You were fucking sleeping. You're laying in a fucking bathtub like ten minutes later with yeah. Archie. Like, I don't understand why they did that to her character because it makes me not like her even yeah. more. I'm like, of all the four. If anyone's listening to Twitter, you should know that no one really likes Veronica in comparison to everybody, yeah. all the other yeah. four, the core four. Do whatever you humanly possibly can to give her the best storylines. We know that Camila Mendez can fucking shake and cry and she's got the acting chops to do all that amazing shit. And yet you give her like words that we can't even pronounce. You give her fucking shitty lines. And I'm just like, I'm over. Instead, how you got her to say bitch four times in one episode. Which again, I was like, I was like, guys, one too. time it was funny. Four one times, only. I'm over it. Like it's, we yeah, get it now. We're not doing like, this more than once. Yeah, I was annoyed. Anyways, I just feel, I just feel for her character. I feel for her character more than Kevin, because for me, yeah, because she's a main, like she's the main four. So her, I'm like rooting for her to be great, and she has such potential to like do this thing with Hiram and have these amazing moments, emotional moments. She's such a good actress. I just don't And you're right. Like it would have just her. added to her trauma. It would have added one more thing. Yeah. And she could have been like, I At least just one. killed someone. Like, what is my I life just right my now? Ex husband. You know, yeah, like, like what is going on? Why do they do anyway, this? I don't know. Like, f- anyways, 
Well, anyway. <laughs> like that's that's our feelings on that. Let us know what you thought about how things are going with Veronica cuz I just think it's kind of messed up. Anyway, cuts back to Hiram's office and Veronica basically left Hiram in this chair for like 24 hours. <laughs> like like doesn't he have like chair. assistants or like couples that I know, could just he was like literally by yeah, himself. Yeah, he was just like sitting there like and also, like, was it was the chair like stapled to the floor? You couldn't yeah, like roll over, just, like kick yeah, it over. It anyway, whatever, it's fine. Like he just fell asleep. Anyways, um, she she's like, I used to admire you. Now you're just like a silly cartoon. I'm not afraid of you anymore. And then she says, "Bye, you little bitch." So back to like, bitch. The second time she said it, I was like, and he we doesn't don't need say this again. anything. That's the thing. He just sits there like taking yeah. it all in, and I'm just like, where's the conversation happening though? Like. Like, yell back at her and be like, you don't Yeah, understand. or just say, like, you did this to me. Like, I'm going to, like, he was just, like, silent. Like, yeah, it, it felt very I'm flat. Ca- For something I was very excited about, it just felt yeah. very flat. And that's the thing. Like, these are the opportunities, to your point, where they can ramp a story yeah. up slowly. Like, leave little yeah. nuggets. Leave one line yeah. here, one line there. You don't understand. You took my palladium. The palladium is more important than you know. Little things like that. So when we do get that moment... Because I'm still banking on it, but this moment is now going to be taken away from me because you could have led yeah, us agreed. to it. Now you're just going to show us this moment and now all the Riverdale fans are supposed to be like, wow, they really did that for Hiram and Veronica. Like They really brought that story together. I'm like, we've been waiting for this and you guys didn't even leave any fucking crumbs for us to even follow it. So anyways, we'll see. We'll see. They might do an amazing job too. Who knows? Um... Then it cuts to uh, Jughead, Fangs, Betty, and Tony, and they're all like getting ready to go into this junkyard. Um, and another really, really great scene. Um, Jughead goes in to distract this guy because they conclude that it's the guy that he met Dreyfus a long time ago, or like the Mothman, like whatever. Yeah. Dreyfus, yeah. something, something. And so he doesn't know that Jughead knows about this shit yet. So he lets him in and he talks. But Jughead like takes five seconds to basically like tell them the whole story. Why do these kids? always say you know what i'm gonna be a super sleuth and then five seconds later this is my entire plan like we know everything (laughs) he basically said like this is what i think that the story is so they have this back and forth moment where the guy basically confesses that him and his family started this whole situation where they were stealing shit off of these people who didn't they didn't care like which also doesn't make any sense you're picking up hitchhikers off the road who basically Have have nothing you're going for like the poorest demographic you're stealing from the people who don't have anything he could have just gone off to say you know what we're yeah we just like killing people loved murdering people instead he's like it started there and then it turned into something else i'm like you should have just said that yeah even like like it was that even the the way he was like talking about i was like wait is he admitting to all of this right now like he's clearly admitting to everything okay we're gonna go we're doing this okay and also, it you would think so that they would have at least had, like, a recorder, something to, like, you know, catch him. Anyways, whatever. Um, this Then, anyway, they say that, like, it became a sport of catching them and killing them. And then he goes on to say, that like, no one even cared about these girls. And then Jughead's like, that's yeah, where wrong. you're wrong. And then it kind of has this, like, back and forth cut scene of... Um, everyone else going through the junkyard um tony finds britta in the shed but then she like gets tapped on the shoulder and she's like "Ah!" and then after like 
hilarity ensues. Mothmen are like running out. Fang like, steps right in, in a bear trap. Poor guy. Oh my god! Oh, I was like, oh, I felt that's so bad so for him. Painful. But then he kept going. Like he didn't even stop. He was like, boom, boom, yeah. boom. Some guy was going after him, and he had a shotgun, and he was about to kill him. Um, Betty kind of locks up, and she like starts attacking her Mothman. Yeah. But like he has some like impenetrable fucking Who is tin can like- armor. I was like, if you get shot once in with a bulletproof vest that police wear, policemen yeah. wear, you will get yeah. knocked back and maybe yeah. even pass out. This guy got shot seven times in a wow. row as he was coming closer and still did not even It was move. a little like too like. It was a little too yeah, comic-y for yeah. me. But anyway, so she's freaking out. There's actually a moment where the guy, the Mothman turns into the TBK. I don't know no. if you noticed. It was really, really fast. Like. She's like on what the, the TBK like look losing. like. He has like the like he has the thing the on his face. Bag. Like he has a trash oh. bag on his face. Yeah. So she's obviously like not her best yeah. because she's like traumatized by it. But it was very, very quick. I almost wow. missed it. Um so she's losing. Fangs is fucked up, but he kind of gets back at it. And then Tony comes in and saves Betty because With she's having taser, anxiety. Yeah. Uh, and then she like tases him and then it shows. So to your point of like, like what happened to Lerman, there's a guy in the corner and Tony's like, not all the Mothmen are bad. And it's like the guy that she was saying who had like red marks on his yeah. face. Like, I guess it's a birthmark. Yeah. And I guess he was the one that saved. But Lerman. then he's still chilling like, there. He was like a young kid, oh. but he's still chilling there. That's what? what I mean. Whenever they give these storylines where they're like, but one of them like, is just the make one them that all evil. Me. Like, like- you're so why didn't he let like out Polly? Why didn't he let out other the other people? Yeah, you're still going to jail for killing, like being a fucking yeah. accessory to murder, you idiot. So, anyways, um, then it cuts to um Tony and Fang's debriefing in the apartment. Another very sweet moment where like she's like icing his leg, and I like my heart melted yeah. when he says this. Like it's probably one of my favorite moments of Fang's. Um, and he looks at Tony and he goes. We got this right. All I know. of this. I just got chills. It actually gives me chills thinking about it. Because, like, when you think about life and anyway. It was just a I, very vul- vulnerable moment. I brought it too moment. real to, like, my own life. But it's, like, a very important thing to, like, think about when you're thinking about being a parent. And, like, all these things are happening. And, like, I just thought it was it very was. beautiful. It I'm was. so happy they wrote Look, that one in. one line. It was. Like, I always say, it comes yeah. down to, it doesn't need to be a paragraph. It doesn't need to be a whole scene. It's one line that can change the tone of the whole scene. And ultimately, the character's dynamic with each other. Exactly. It was so cute. Exactly. It was so cute. It I loved te- it so It partnered much. them together. And they were like, we got this. Yeah, I loved it. It, to the point to the point where you were saying like where's Kevin this is the point where I was just like who cares I don't know if it would have worked with him yeah. but I'm glad that it worked really well yeah, with Tony same. yeah it just made me so happy like I, I don't really miss Kevin anymore I'm so happy that they've just like linked them up and I'm gonna be very upset if they bring Kevin in now because they're doing all the work they're doing all the emotional yeah. work and then Kevin's just gonna come in and be like I'm sorry yeah, I, I was messed so up. fucked yeah. up I just don't want to do it. I don't want to do that. So anyway, lovely moment. Loved it. It was very sweet. Cuts to Veronica and Archie in the bubble bath. They're like, yes, bubble bath. Like we say we got saved. Everything's great. That was the end of that moment. As they're like, like happy. Taken, she didn't even change the water probably from when she murdered yeah. her ex-husband in the same apartment. 
they probably didn't even clean up the scene. Yeah, yet. like you could have gone to Archie's like, house and done that because that's disgusting. The police are probably In still investigating what had yeah. happened. What the fuck is yeah. happening? How do you expect your viewers to sit bad. there and be like, oh, that's so cute. I mean, people would because they're like, Barchi, oh, my <laughs> God. Like, so excited. Like, <laughs> but when you break it down, it's just like, bro, like, she just murdered she someone. Just, she could have said, like, I pop- can't believe I just did that. Like, that was crazy. And he could have been like, it's okay. No, there was like, no. You had to defend yourself. There was no throw like, to that whatsoever. Nothing. And I feel like maybe they'll go through all of this in the musical episode because you know how they, they deal with everybody's trauma through songs. So, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe. that's what's going to happen. Anyway, they have their moment. In this moment, um, Hiram, it cuts back to Hiram at the office and he is burning a picture of Veronica and Hiram. Just oh, as I thought a it was pause. Hermione. Was it Hiram? Sorry, Veronica yeah. and Hermione. Yes, you're right. Like, earlier <laughs> on, um, he was yelling at Veronica, like, Yo, stop being so dramatic. I'm like, who's, who's dramatic? Being dramatic? You are bro? the most. You're the one that's burning a fucking First picture all, in the middle of the Why night. are you burning their picture? What are you Okay, so what are you mad about? That she stole your palladium. <laughs> you just tried to kill her lover. You're on like, even playing field. What are you cheesed about? Like, why are you burning her picture? What are you pissed about? I don't get like, it. I don't get it. I, I just, just didn't understand it. I was like, why why now? Like is he done done like with her? Is that what this whole thing is about? He's like, now, now I'm really, really I'm going to burn gonna, that picture with you really and your mom gonna, in it. Now I'm totally cutting you out of my like, will. Like, for, for sure, for sure. No. I don't know. It didn't. I didn't it didn't. It. I, no. It didn't felt cheesy. And I like, like, I was like, why are you cheese at her? She's cheese at you, too. Like, it's not like you're the yeah. only one who, like, got, you know. And you're t- you're telling me, like, going back to, like, what was happening with Veronica talking about the fucking quinceanera. This is the moment that you're cutting off your, off your family? This is the time? Not when your daughter and your wife tried to kill you five years yeah. ago? Like, none no, of that this, is, is this the reason moment. why you cut them off? It's this moment when she catches you trying to kill her, her fucking boyfriend? Didn't make sense. Cuts back to Betty talking to Mr. Dreyfus or whatever the fuck his name is. And he, she's like, tell me I where, need her, to know where her my body sister is. is. Just tell yeah. me where her body is. And I thought for a second he would say like, I never saw her. Yeah. I, I was like, this is close. This is like very like SVU. To hear him moment. say she's in the junkyard. It was so disgusting. And so like yeah. fucking disrespectful. Like that's my sister. And just to yeah. say she's in the junkyard. Like. It was, it was very really sad. sad. Very, very it sad. It was very sad. And like then the moment that led up to this, it's like this beautiful aerial shot of them walking through. It's Betty and Alice walking through the junkyard. And then they get to the back of it. He's like, I'll draw you a map. And then it cuts to them like opening up the trunk of one of the cars. And they don't yeah. show the body, obviously. Um, but then it shows Betty and Alice like breaking down in the viewpoint of the yeah. trunk. Heart fucking breaking i was you know like we've been like laughing and joking about like oh is polly dead like do you want her to be dead like is it gonna happen and i was like yeah she's dead like you know you kind of like just get over it but until it actually like happens yeah it really doesn't hit you like it really hit me and i was like whoa yeah it really hit me and like to see like lily and her acting is just amazing and it was silent you know like and just seeing her reaction and then alice's it was gut-wrenching it was was absolutely gut-wrenching that like the end of the story ends in a trunk of a car 
Like it's just yeah. very, very sad. It's like it was really sad. It was like one I of the think most so. like it was worse than Jason, like for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent worse than Jason because like you actually gave a shit yeah. about Polly for a second, and also when you think about it, like she died just like Jason died. They were together. Like it's all just like very like Polly as much as she was like the side character. Number one, she has two mm-hmm. twins. Like two, like she was a mother. Mm-hmm. Yes we've been saying it from the beginning it's unfair what they did to her character from the beginning like she never had a chance essentially like she just like it was like one thing after another she was a part of a fucking cult and then she was a drug addict she was like the one that got shit on because she could be disposed like that was the thing they did with her character which which was it's not it was never fair to her character for sure and I'm just sad that like this is how it ends for her and on top of it just watching that that shot with like her and Alice heart fucking breaking for Alice's character, I'm, I'm, and to I don't know, know that she was there the like, whole time, like that's the part that kills me too. It's yeah. like you guys were there, like she was there. Oh, so fucking. Anyways, sad. that's rest in peace to Polly, girl. Polly, you know she got yeah. a new show. She moved on. I bet you they didn't know what they wanted to do with her character. They kind of left it like lingering, and then maybe when she was like, "I'm not coming back," like my show got picked up for a second season, uh, like just kill me off. They're you like. Know? We got an yeah, idea, like, just, just kill you off. off. Yeah. But it's still it's sad. Still it was sad. sad. Yeah. Sad moment, for sure. And that's how it ends. So that That's the episode. Yeah. We get, that's the ending. So everyone's going to have to deal with some shit next episode. That's for sure. Uh, let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. Um, What was your best moment? Uh, My best moment was definitely the veronica and chad like sequence just because it was filmed so it was so cool and it was dark and it was like i was it was exciting um i I loved it um but again it's like i really hope that they tap into what just happened like she legit just killed someone so can we can we explore why she's like so unemotional about it all yeah agreed um that was also one of my favorite moments i put that down but then i also saw the junkyard scene i thought that was really well shot like the way that everything happened in the junkyard scene i think it was choreographed really really well wtf moment um Uh, wtf moment moment, i'm gonna say the storyline right like the whole mothman storyline the fact that like Mm. nana basically had the missing key this entire time and like didn't say anything yeah um yeah in the end, like, I think I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm okay with the way it all kind of resolved itself. But it was still shocking to be like, oh, wow. Nana knew the entire time, basically. Nana yeah. knew this whole time. She's just, like, she just been out here anything. eating a croissant. And, like, like it was her. crazy because I don't know who said it. I think it was maybe, I guess it was Betty. It was She was like, do this for, like, Polly. Like, she's a part of your family. Didn't she say that? Oh, is that or she's, she like, said? she had, like, the know. kids or something. She had the kids or something like that. I mean, if she did, that's even sadder. Yeah. Like she <laughs> like said something like that. And I was like, true. Like, it's your family. Yeah. Um, my WTF moment is going to Betty's DNA results. Like, that was a gag yeah. for me. Like, because that obviously, like, leads to you're what like, you're how just saying. Because you're like, how does it connect? Like, the blast. How does it all connect? I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, I did not expect him to say that at all. Like, oh, by the way, it's not your, it's not your sister, but your DNA is connected to this guy. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. What the fuck? MVP. Um, who's, who's MVP, your MVP? I'm gonna give it to Fangs because he was so effing cute this episode. He so had cute. the shotgun. Even at the end, he was like, "Do you really want to test a shotgun against like a piece of metal on your chest?" Because he's like, "I will fucking knock yeah. you out." I was like, "Yes!" Yeah. Like he was just the hero. He was like the hero of that whole, like one of the heroes. They were all like heroes, but and like again, he like 
such a glow up yeah. this episode. He got like such good screen yeah. time and it was very enjoyable to watch. I really did love him this episode. Very, very yeah. enjoyable to watch. And he's also so fucking handsome, this guy. This um, guy. This guy. Uh, my MVP is going to go to his other half, Tony. Sure. I was so into like what she did for Britta, how she was out here like fighting. She's a fucking new ass mom and she's out here like yeah. kicking some ass. I was so into it. Loved the whole guidance counselor scene. And of course, like you were mentioning um, with Fangs, I loved really it. Really strong secondary characters like between Tabitha, so strong. Tony and uh, Fangs. Really strong characters right there. Yeah. They're doing a really yeah. good job with those characters. Yeah. The other ones, yeah. I don't know. Um, LVP. 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 I'm going to say Hiram. Um, okay. I just said, you tried to kill Archie more than once. Like, why are you mad burning Veronica's photo? Like, it's just, like, it's very like dramatic for, like, a thing that, like, you guys both fucked up. So, like, why are you cheese right yeah. now burning a photo? Yeah. It was just, like, exactly. you're useless. And also, why are you giving Chad, like, it was just, like, sloppy work all around, pretty much, from that yeah. episode, from Hiram and Chad. Um, my LVP, one of them was Chad for sure, just because he was a sloppy loser. Yeah. Um, but also, my LVP is going to go to Nana yeah. Rose. Sorry, Nana Rose. Why are you holding She's all like this holding information? Everything. I'm not telling anybody. Like, girl, you're out here acting. One day you're acting as if you have dementia and you don't remember anything. And the next minute she's like, so this is what happened. My husband was a cheater. And da, 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 da. like, I was like, well, okay, like, that's the most lines that Nana Rose has yeah, probably ever like gotten ever. Sequence. Yeah, it was crazy. The, the best, best line. line. Was your the best, best line? line? I'm going to give it to Cheryl when she starts to pray. Sure, sure. And she says, I call upon mm. wind as, as I have once before. Blow a cool wind across Archie's brow. I call upon water where I saw my departed brother in the icy depths of Sweetwater River and where I myself was reborn. And lastly, I call upon the earth. I was like, yo, this part's like good. That's some dramatic stuff. It was stuff. very like dramatic and beautiful because like it's true. Like she was reborn after that moment, like in the water herself. Yeah. I loved it. I really this whole thing great. with the earth and Cheryl is like coming together for me. Like I'm digging it. And I'm honestly so glad that Kevin is not a part <laughs> of the storyline anymore because, like, he doesn't even deserve to be a part of this cool magic yeah, stuff yeah. right now. Like, You're like, goodbye. Get here. Goodbye. Uh, my best line is going, and I know that we talked about the whole little yeah. bitch thing. She says this to Chad, yeah. and she, and it's Veronica saying, check and mate, you little bitch. Um I kind of love when they put in these bitch moments because you know that like Twitter's going to pop off and be like, best moment. Too. But you know that they kill it now because they add in bitch Once every episode, episode now. Like That's the cat. Times that has episode. to be. She said it to him. Just be done with it. Then she sees her dad like, like you're a bitch. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. I'm like, okay. It takes away <laughs> the funny part of it because like, no, you're using it for yes. everyone now. Like, Agreed. They did that yeah. with Betty last year too, yeah. remember? It was just like, you psycho bitch. You psycho bitch. I was, you like, okay. I was like, okay. Once every four episodes yeah. maybe. That's it. That's all we Agreed. Um, We did get one listener roundup. I was like hunting, Aww. hunting um, from at uh, MTV Horror. Love it. Love the name. <laughs> Their best moment was when Tabitha looks to Jughead for comfort about Squeaky. Ooh, I didn't even notice that. Like she, maybe she like goes and like tries to hug him or something. Mm, I didn't notice that. Thing. I don't know. WTF moment. Archie being a being in a tub with veronica and not in a hospital like actually what the True. fuck agreed mvp cheryl okay the power of yeah. wind and water um lvp chad didn't think he was gonna die but i'm okay with it and best line um is cheryl praying Aww, like your, nice. your line 
Loved it. Um, outside of that, I don't know if we got any, but as always, we're always excited to hear your roundups. So always send them out. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Um, and excited to hear what you have to say about this episode and the next yeah. episode. Um, I would like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode, our rewinder squad, White and Nicole, our lit rewinders, Tina and Soleil and Kate, and our mommy rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamla, and and if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. And then make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials. Instagram, Twitter. Our new Twitter is recap rewind underscore. Nope. Recap underscore rewind pod. <laughs> I can't even get it right. The fuck? Recap underscore rewind pod. YouTube and Facebook. You can also check us out on all podcasts everywhere. Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Like, subscribe, follow, and review. To comment, to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.